Welcome to the Comedy Here Often podcast. I'm your host, Kevy. This week on the show is Brett Forte. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's gum, dude. It's gross. You, it's up to interpretation what he's trying to say to you by giving that to you. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I thought you gave it to me. Huh? Oh. I think Ben Miner's pulling a trick on both of you. Oh, jeez. Um, can you tell? I know you just told me, but can you tell me what happened at the JFL after party last night? <laughs> Sam Walker got booted. I thought his name was Scott Walker. Ah. <laughs> You would think. <laughs> yeah, so they get, they didn't give him one of these like passes. Mm-hmm. Um, they had to make one for him, and they didn't know who he was. So yeah, they just wrote in Sharpie, Scott Walker. Oh, if, uh, my God. Yeah, if you go to my Instagram, you'll see the whole video of me telling the door girl uh, to give him a hard time, to say, okay. hey, that guy with the mustache and the one leather glove is not <laughs> is not supposed to be here. Big, yeah. big surprise. Yeah. And uh, make sure he's on the list. Because also, this party include like, Bill Burr's there, yeah. like, yeah. like, right? So, yeah, yeah. really? He- <laughs> yeah. Not just anyone's allowed in here. Yeah. Yeah. You need credentials. That's right. Uh, so, I like that you take your roast battles off the stage into real life. Uh, I'm, yeah, it's good to have a narrative. I, you know, a lot of people who don't know a lot about this Sam Walker thing, mm-hmm. uh, they don't know if it's real, if it's fake. The way I kind of describe it is like the friendship is on hold for, t- okay. for okay. ticket sales. I understand. Because when he had his first meltdown on stage and he's like, you don't fucking deserve it. You ain't fucking getting it. And he walked off, slammed the door. He was uh-huh. yelling at the other comedians. That okay. was real. This is on your roast battle that you do once a month. Once a month in Calgary. What's it called? Yeah. Brett Forte's Roast Battles. That's it. Okay. And um, it, the only thing different with my show uh, as opposed to other ones is when you lose, like I was telling you, you lose some more. So if the audience <laughs> votes that you're the loser, you sit on the stool with no microphone, Yeah. and I go in a bit more on you. You just receive. And it's confrontational. It's hard. The jokes have to be very good to get a laugh because all yeah. of a sudden now it feels like uh, I'm bullying them. On yeah. Stage. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> It goes a lot better if it's like two on one. It's more playful. <laughs> yeah. But I still love the cutthroat nature of it. Me too. So, yeah. My my dream is to write for a big roast. Those are my favorites, I think. Like that show Roast Battle, Jeff Ross's, where it was like a tournament. Yeah. It's so it's so watchable. It's just, it, it's such fun competition. But that's interesting when it goes beyond the stage, like what you have going right now. Yeah. Have you had that before? No. This is, so he, is he the only one to like get mad during the show and... He lives his life like it's a wrestling promo. He he's really does. Kick the shit out of me now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'm actually doing him a favor. I know he's having fun. Yeah, with yeah. This. Yeah. Um, who would you want to write for? Big, big roast battle. I mean, my hero is Jesselnik, but he's the. I think he's the one of the best roasters there is. Yeah. Um, but but you mean for like the the guest of honor? Like who would I want? The to? The only one I've gotten so far is Shane Doan. I wrote, for the, I wrote for the roast of Shane Doe. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hockey jokes. It yeah. was fun. Yeah. That's great. So you, did you perform on it or were you writing no. for other people? No, writing for other people. That's yeah. what I want to do. That seems so fun. Yeah. It seems challenging, but those are, it's like, it's like a home run derby. You know what I mean? You're just writing these mean, clever jokes <laughs> and, the, and the point is to just get the biggest reaction. I love it. Well, and what I found in doing this show is like the last people I figured to be offended would be fellow comedians. <laughs> and boy, am I realizing that it might be 30, 40, 
of our kind cannot handle that it's show. It's really true. It's so sensitive. Yeah. Uh, they can dish it. They Like, literally, yeah. last episode, man, this guy was doing so well. Yeah. And then he lost, and it's salt in the wounds. And... <laughs> And uh, I'm I'm going in on him, and he doesn't have a mic, and he's going to me. He's like, "Dude, I don't want to go." <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, he did this." He's like, "Can I just go? This is I don't want to be here." He's traumatized. He's whispering, and it's like, "No, like you're you're locked in." <laughs> One trying to roast him, and he's like, I'm "Yeah, that's why they don't have the microphone, so they can't whine about it." Yeah. Uh, one time a guy messaged me the night before the show. He's like, hey man, can you send me any jokes you wrote about my ex-fiance just so that I can okay them before the show? And I didn't have any jokes about his ex-fiance. But after that... Yep. <laughs> I opened up eight tabs on this guy. I had tabs. I had her Instagram, his Instagram. I had the breakup post. I had it all. I had it all. I read the breakup post word for word. You know how girls do? They're like, the last two years have been a journey and all this bullshit. Oh shit, my right? God. <laughs> a sexy photo I've, of them. We've, we've both grown as people and blah, like all this bullshit. Yeah, word for word. And he was red as a fucking po- fucking tomato on stage. It was great. There are red potatoes. You could have said that. I was going to say potato. Yeah. <laughs> it was brown as a potato. As a- um, I hate to bring skin color into this. Uh, I like that you do research like an investigator on uh, yeah. who you're going to... It's like Nardwar. He actually hires like a a public, like a sorry, a private investigator mm-hmm. blows people's minds. Yeah, public investigator. He's just real upfront about his yeah. research. But I like you're like the Nardwar of roasts. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> we go deep, man. Sam Walker, for example, one time he was um, doing a show there, and so in Calgary, uh, a big news story was this old woman was pushed in front of a C train, uh, mm. attempted murder. Okay, wow. Train hit her. She survived, but she's paralyzed. She's in the hospital. Her grandson is a comedian or a, a budding comedian starting, right? Oh, don't go to roast battles. Yeah. Uh, he was signed up. Oh, no. Oh, no. So one week after this event, he happens to step on stage and his opponent happens to be a man with a mustache and one leather glove. No! no. Oh, and while his family is there, not the grandmother, obviously, in the hospital, but the rest of the family attending. Uh, why would they come? Because the grandson is the future. Oh. All right, we're here to support the grandson. Okay? Oh my god! Oh no! So while they're in the audience, Walker's opening joke is, uh, "Yeah, Juan's grandmother might be paralyzed, but she can still feel what a disappointment her grandson <laughs> is." <laughs> oh! <laughs> and it's, oh and it's over. And the best part is the family was laughing and like pounding they the did. table. Oh yeah. wow! And that's yeah. the cool. thing, man. Anything can be made fun of, and as long yeah. as it's more funny than shocking. I agree. You yeah. can do it, and, yeah. and laughter heals, and it's all good, and it was exactly. so good to see them um, laughing at that. Man. That's great. Yeah. Oh, I love That's that. That's a good roast joke. Dude, so I told that story on live radio in Winnipeg recently. <laughs> yeah. So you know how radio usually is like, when you're doing your press, it's pre-taped, because you could go off, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. But this one was live, and they asked, they, somehow it went down that, you guys laughed, they were so tight, right? Because oh, it's morning show Winnipeg radio, yeah, yeah. they were just trained not to eat. They're like, okay, all right. <laughs> so uh, Brett's going to be at Rumors Winnipeg all week. Text us, 225-1015 if you want tickets. Wow, and then they were gone. I'm impressed you remember the phone number still. Um, what do they expect, by the way, when they bring comedians? They're like, let's book a comedian who does roast battle. Well, he said something offensive? Yeah. It's like, what the fuck do you want? Yeah, yeah. This is the entertainment. Yeah, exactly. This is like, this is well, this ordered. show right here is the reason why radio is failing. 
you know? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But yeah. It, it's it's funny how sometimes it doesn't even matter. Um, people will just will just sign up to, to or buy tickets to things not knowing what it is, and that must happen at your show. I remember when Bill Burr was here last year, and I went and I saw and a woman like. Uh, ran on stage to like she was so offended it's like he was like who did you think you were seeing tonight <laughs> exactly how why was she there i guess it was probably she was on a date or something like oh. that and didn't didn't know we had yeah. first impression on a date yeah that's true a Just, lot of guys like to bring their girlfriend to bill burr <laughs> as a litmus yeah. test that's yeah, a, this goes that's a mistake yeah that's like in taxi driver how when uh robert de niro brought sybil shepherd on a first date he took her to a porn theater it's a litmus test. Great litmus oh. test. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's call this episode the litmus test. Yes. <laughs> okay, it's completely offside, but um, mm-hmm. my friend I was just hanging out with in Vancouver says he has a, lit- a litmus test okay. on dates okay. with women. Because this is recorded, I can't even do the joke fully. It's okay. this gr- gr- gross. I can't fucking wait for this. <laughs> okay, so he's... <laughs> Keep in mind, man. Keep in mind, he's on a date yeah. with a lady. Okay. And he goes, what would the Flintstones be called if they were black? What do you think? Uh, yeah. I don't know. know. And then he just goes, N-word. Oh! He just says, he just says <laughs> no. Yeah. Wow. What? He just goes full in on the word. <laughs> oh, no. Whoa. <laughs> right. And if the girl laughs or like doesn't isn't like completely off put by it. Yeah. He's like, he's found the, he's found his yeah, wife. Yeah. And I'm like, man, this is like, I get it. I yeah. get what you're looking for. Yeah. Okay. Cause now, first of all, he doesn't, he's not racist. He doesn't yeah. have any, you know, right. It's yeah. just a joke. It's he's just, just like bad a, at dates. It's just out of left field. You <laughs> yeah. Know? yeah. Right. And, uh, and when he says it, if they, if they're okay with it, he's found the one. And I go, okay, the problem with this is you can't really tell this story at your wedding you know like yeah, yeah, yeah. the minute I knew I loved you is when you said the n-word <laughs> yeah, like that's yeah. on the first date that's not romance man so I had to try to I'm telling him you gotta find a new litmus test yeah yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. it'd be funny if he was like uh, you don't even like her that much it's just she wasn't offended yeah that's what he's looking for is as, <laughs> as long as there's not like a super visceral reaction yeah, know, yeah. as long as she's cool Wow. So has it worked for him ever? He says, yeah. <laughs> he says, no, to, for it to be his litmus test, it yeah. means he uses it on a regular basis. So I obviously it is weeding Yeah, out, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> to be fair, he only goes on dates at clan okay. rallies. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you my litmus test. I'm okay. glad we're on this topic. Okay, mm-hmm. so this is a good one. I like um, maybe first, second date, casual, mm-hmm. finding our way at the mall or whatever, going to a Nordstrom's, okay? Maybe okay. have a little puff before, okay? okay? And then we call we play the price guessing game. <laughs> So you go into Nordstrom, you point, you pick out the shittiest looking shoes, uh-huh. okay, and it's always the ugliest ones that are the most expensive. Yeah. You know this. Oh uh-huh. yeah, a, sh- a stupid Converse runner with three Ardennes earrings stapled to the side, <laughs> and that's fifteen hundred and ninety-five dollars. <laughs> so you think like you go in with your brain and you and you guess, and the point is, mm-hmm. is if uh, you're laughing, if she's laughing at the audacity when you turn that shoe over, like 1600 bucks, mm-hmm. if she's laughing, she's the one. Yeah, if yeah, she's yeah. like, yeah, that's about right, or knows the prices, or is like, <laughs> it's okay with the whole red bottom $800 shoe thing, yeah. not the one for you. That's true. <laughs> not yeah, that's the fair. one. It's like, what? Yeah. 
Oh, that's actually a really good deal. Seven ninety five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> huh? Usually on first dates, guys get me things more expensive than this, but I'm glad you're offering. Yeah. yeah. It's like, uh oh, what did I do? <laughs> Time to pull out the N word. <laughs> so what would you call the Flintstones? <laughs> Holy man! Oh. Litmus tests. Do you have a litmus test on a date with a guy? Oh, oh God! I don't know. Um, uh, no. What was your last date you've been on? Um, my Let's last to this. My last date that I've been on was with my current boyfriend, and oh. and we. I don't know. It wasn't really a date. We like. Did he say the N word? And you're <laughs> still here. It's not love. <laughs> it's not love. No. <laughs> That's how I knew. <laughs> She's like, that's not his favorite. Um, uh, how slur. long have you been with him? Oh, three years. Three years. Yeah. So yeah, you guys don't date anymore. No. <laughs> this is a this is, yeah okay. I'm in a long distance thing. My girl is in L. A. So we actually go on dates because it's when I go out there, I'm only out there for like a week and a, cool. week and a half. Yeah. So Disneyland. That's a date. <laughs> you don't like Disneyland, oh, dude? Come on. What is it? One twenty at the door? Oh yeah. Yeah. Are you kid? That's a yeah. I don't know, man. Oh. Mickey Mouse. You don't like Mickey Mouse? No. I'm not into Disney at all. And frankly, the whole, like, these 27-year-old women that are still obsessed with Disney. <laughs> no, that's, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. I don't watch the movies, but I do, like, a good gimmicky ride with pirates. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, some of the rides, I guess. And, and there's a Star Wars bar, and you, you have to book in there at what? noon, and then you get, go in there, and then you drink, and then you fucking walk around and get on the railroad ride three times in a row. Yeah, but yeah, I don't, I'm I'm with you because I I don't really like fantasy stuff. So the the like uh, the people who have to see every children's movie when it comes out, I'm not one of those people. <laughs> but I like theme parks. I'm realizing. Yeah, I didn't really know I liked that. Yeah, yeah, it's expensive hobby, man. It is. Yeah, yeah, I'm a frugal guy. My <laughs> dates. I heard you talk about those shoes. You are frugal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like you know it's you want a movie we go on Tuesday where it's half price. <laughs> you want tacos we go on Tuesday. Pretty much I'm free Tuesday. Tuesday's my day. All the best deals happen on Tuesday yeah. for date. Yeah, I I don't know man. Like my literally I had a great date recently. I went to the casino. See, I live in Calgary. We have casinos everywhere, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a real treat because it's free coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, they pump the oxygen in the place. It's mm. great. It's great people watching. Feels good, yeah. There's a $5 menu after 9 p.m. I it's a great that. time. So it's just my home base. And yeah, I go there, uh, you know, sushi, $5 menu. Mm. That's a $22 tab. That's good. Then you get a free coffee, some walking around, some people watching. <laughs> yeah, I love a good people watching. And I'm watch. looking to find someone who enjoys what I like doing. So that's yep. what, what I do. And it, it went great. That's you great. Know, for 22 bucks. Yeah. It's very doable. That's oh. very doable. You can do that every night of the week, really. This you don't have to like wait for Tuesdays for that. Any time of the day, even, too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. I oh. like those people. I'm fascinated by the people that don't mind spending daytime in a place like that. You know what yeah. I mean? I'd feel guilty, I think, yeah. if I was in there at like 2 p.m. hammered on a slot machine, but <laughs> I respect the lifestyle. I don't even drink. I just go there for the $4 rice. It's just a, you get a lot of rice for $4. <laughs> really? Yeah, Chinese fried rice. It's great. Oh, yeah. That is good. Yeah. Yeah, um, I have a friend who he had a residency at a casino, uh, doing comedy there for like months at a time in, oh, cool. in Vegas. And uh, I was like, "How is that? Do you like it? Because it's a really nice hotel he's staying in." He's like, "It was great for two days, <laughs> and then it's Groundhog Day, and then it's it's kind of sad." And uh, it's, yeah, yeah. Two days is what it took me to get bored of Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. Like, I kind of want to go on a cruise ship. 
But I'm worried it'll lose its magic after a few hours, and now I'm just stuck and potentially seasick. <laughs> you ever been on a cruise? No, not yet. One day I'll take one of those gigs, though, just for the story. Yeah. yeah oh, like fun. as a like uh, do working. comedy on? Yeah, 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 working like a week or two on the ship. Yeah, they pay crazy good. Yeah. Yeah, they do. I like almost cooked on one. Oh yeah, like that was almost like a job that I took. Yeah. But that Alexi's seems like a chef. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it just seems like it would be like a big party with like other people that work there. Yeah. Because you're just there with them. For, yeah, like, it sounds awesome. Yeah. To me. I mean, like depends on like who's there, right? Yeah. If you get a good crowd, maybe. Yeah. If you don't, then... but for a comedian. You have to perform for the same exact group of people a bunch of times. Yeah, that sounds tough. Same group? Well, wouldn't it, if it, wouldn't it be that like unless it changes over every day? Well, I'm thinking on a carnival cruise, there's four thousand people. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. right. Mm-hmm. And then so the showroom's what two hundred. So it's got there's got to be a nice cycle. Well, Dino Archie mm-hmm. he did it for a couple months, and he was like, I had to start doing a lot of crowd a work. Couple the months. same people kept showing up oh, in the front yeah. row. <laughs> He's like, there was a kid who would come, and I just talked to him, and the audience would listen. He was like eleven. <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds like the start of like a Disney movie. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's got to be a Disney cruise ship. I like those cruises that are like themed now, like punk rock cruise ships. Like everyone's just puking off the side of it. <laughs> Yeah, I, this conversation has made me change my mind. I actually don't want to do a cruise ship. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. Yeah, I'd rather do the Vegas residency. Yeah. yeah. Bet on some sports while I'm there. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I should be up $1,000 right now. Really? How come? I blew it. What happened? So the Kobe tribute game happened mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. I watched it. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, this is good. We mm-hmm. can talk about this. Yeah. Fourth quarter is crazy. So first of all, the first thing that drove me nuts. Did you watch this? No. Okay, so they they do, you know, the honor him beforehand, and then they give LeBron James the microphone to do a speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you saw this. Yep. Okay. So LeBron pulls out this piece of paper out of his waistband. He's got notes, okay? And he goes like this. Now, this is such a, only a comedian's going to notice this trick that he pulls. And he pulls out the piece of paper, and he goes, uh, so I wrote, uh, I wrote a script here, and, you know, they want me to stick to it, oh, but... Yeah, yeah. Uh, LA Nation, I'd be selling you guys short if I read from that, so I'm just going to go right from the heart. And he throws it oh. on the ground. He also says, I'd be selling you short if I did that shit. He swore, right, yeah. to really make it real. Mm. Throws the piece of paper on the ground, and then with his hand, with the microphone, drops it. <laughs> and when you do that in comedy, when you hit the punchline yeah. and then you do that Dave Chappelle fucking hit it off your knee and do a little walk around, that is to tell the crowd, like, that shit was good, give me some. Give me some, right? So once again, like, they told me to read from the script, but, you know, I'd be selling you guys short if I read from that shit, so I'm gonna go from the heart tonight. (laughs) Walks around, place goes nuts, right? So, uh, right away, I think, I want that piece of paper. I want to see what's on that piece of paper because I don't think his speech is from the heart. I think it was all written down and this was just for show. This was his first applause break out of the gate. Yeah, yeah. I'd pay good money to see that because his speech was so uh, poetic and it ended with like, uh, in the words of Kobe, like Mamba out, but in the words of us, not forgotten. And, yeah. You know, like oh, you just came yeah. up with that. Yeah, yeah, it was off the <laughs> dome. On the spot, best improviser ever. <laughs> off the dope. Yeah. So I really want to start my next set with a set list. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna oh, yeah. do this at a set list. script, but be selling yeah. laugh lines short, so I'm just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> <from the heart. laughs> 
forte out. <laughs> but not forgot. But the, but the first one is like, so the other weekend I was in camp, just right into material. You know? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Every joke they've ever heard. So what do you call them? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's so emotional and it just goes into like airline food is weird. Yeah. Rated. <laughs> yeah. So I hated that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the game itself. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is what's interesting. So you follow basketball? Big basketball fan. Huge. Okay, so let's talk about it. You? Like no, not really, but I can learn. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> here's the thing. Um, it's the Kobe tribute game. It's the first home game for the Lakers uh, that they're playing since the death. Mm-hmm. Okay? So every chair is covered in a jersey. It's this massive spectacle. Okay? You would think... Who do you think would win the game? Portland or the Lakers at home? For the Kobe tribute game. What does your common sense tell you? Lakers, probably, right? right? (laughs) It would almost be disrespectful if Portland won that game. Would it not? So you're thinking, man, got to put money on the Lakers. No, No, so you look look at the money line in Vegas, Mm -hmm. right? Now, here in Canada, we get fucked. We can't bet on sports the same way. Mm -hmm. So to bet on just the one game, uh, it's Lakers minus a thousand. What that means when you see those numbers, that means you have to bet a thousand dollars to win a hundred. Mm-hmm. So it's not even worth it. You yeah, got to yeah. pony up a grand to win one hundred. Yeah. Whereas Portland was plus seven fifty, meaning yeah. if you bet a hundred dollars, you win seven hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You eight times your money. So now I'm thinking. Does Portland have a chance in this game? I look at Instagram. Damian Lillard is sitting in the Staples Center hours before the game, yeah. all alone, going, Tonight we play for Kobe. Yeah. We play in his honor. Yeah. He's the hottest player in the league. I'm yeah. like, This guy could go off. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm starting to think, You know what? I think Portland's going to win this game. Yeah. But I fucking, I pussy out <laughs> because I believe in fairy tale endings. Your Disney shit. It, <laughs> It, this yeah. now. Disney yeah. is a curse. Your Disney bullshit crept into my mind. <laughs> I think you're the true Disney fan then. No, I thought, you want okay, the- this is what's going to happen. Portland's going to come out nice, okay? Yeah. Halftime's going to come, and then the Lakers are going to have to be like, yo, we got to get shit together here. We like we can't lose this game for Kobe, right? Yeah. And then eventually they'll win by a couple points. Yeah, this yeah. is how I figured the game was going to go. Mm-hmm. So I put money on Portland to lead after one half. Okay. You can do that. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you know that Portland led after one quarter? Mm-hmm. They led after three quarters. They won the game. Portland won the game by 20-something points. <laughs> oh, my God. They destroyed the Lakers. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't even close. Yeah. Damian Lillard went off. Mm-hmm. But the Lakers led at half. I yeah. lost my bet. Yeah. The only oh. bet I did, and I would have been up $1,000, was because I believed in fucking fairy tale endings. Yeah, see? And that's the last time. That's the last time. And that's why he doesn't want to go on a Disney cruise ship. That's right. <laughs> because of Damian Lillard. Yeah. Uh, come full circle now. I thought um, the uh, the All Star Game. They did this long tr- Kobe tribute as they should have, and they mentioned that David Stern died. Yes. And then course. showed just pictures of Kobe, and they just did a uh, common just did the thing for Kobe, and then it's like. They're not even going to talk about da- David Stern was a commissioner of the league for like a long time, oh and he we did Stern. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we did, we did Stern. Yeah, <laughs> it's only the pressure of like because those people like well other people are on that helicopter too, like that whole thing. Again, we know, but there obviously yeah. there's a focal point to yeah, this. Yeah, but it, I know yeah. who Kobe Bryant is, and I don't know who those other people are. So if I'm not saying, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so that's it's it's always weird. It's like. 
people just really wanting to be super offended all the time. Yeah. Looking for reasons to yes. be offended. Oh, yeah. That is my entire and act. And rain on your parade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Looking for reasons, even in relationships, man. And yeah. that's that was like a huge sticking point in my last relationship was like, mm. she was just... Man, she would literally fall asleep to Grey's Anatomy each night, and mm-hmm. I think it was brainwashing her, because that show is so much emotion. Yeah. Nothing ever normal. It's always highs, and the lowest of lows, and the highest of highs, and mm-hmm. crying, and death, and rebirth, and yeah. up and down, and it was programming her brain to be like seeking this in her life, Yeah, yeah. looking for reasons to be upset, mm-hmm. and uh, I am so not offended by anything, and never affected, Yeah, yeah. Know, so easygoing that it just, it, it bothered me. yeah. You know, that's yeah. the only thing that bothers me is when other people are looking for reasons to be bothered. Yeah, oh, yeah definitely. for sure. Yeah. yeah, it's disingenuous and it's phony. Yeah. And I think comedians see through that real quick, yeah. usually. Mm-hmm. You're very physical uh, in your act. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That was great. I don't, I'm not a comedian. I don't do transitions. <laughs> <You're awesome. laughs> I don't do those. No segues. Uh, yeah. You... Did you ever like dance or do gymnastics or anything? Damn. It seems like it. <laughs> wow, thank you so much. It's a compliment. First of all, thank you so much. Uh, wow. I would love it if someone uh, said that dance, about me. Um, no, I've never professionally danced. I just mean classes or uh, something. Um, no, I grew up in front of the mirror and okay. uh, I'm an only child. And okay. uh, I don't know. Me too. Yeah? Another Rare. Show. Okay. Okay. All right. We didn't have to shake on that. Uh, I disagree. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I like to move. I'm goofy. Early in comedy, you know, sometimes people give you flack for that, the physical guys. Yep. Right? Yep. And then I realized, like, no, like, if that's what's getting laughs, if my body's funny, keep yeah. doing what's funny. People are who are just joke people and feel like it should be only that way are intimidated by guys like you. We all want to be Bill Burr leaning on the microphone stand for an hour. One arm yeah. on the stand. Yeah. yeah. We all want to be Bill. We mm. can't. Do what makes yeah. people laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Bill. That's okay. Quick Bill story. Tell me. So I got to play the uh, Vogue mm-hmm. the other night opening for Jay Farrell. Amazing. Yeah. That guy was so nice, man. He went on radio in the morning. was like, he's like, I love Brady. He, he talked about my physicality too. And he's, yeah. like, he's like Jim Carrey and shit. He really put did, me on this like. Did he ask if you're a dancer? No. Sorry, Jay. Wow. You got there first. Wow. You're insightful. <laughs> Uh, Jay, so he gives me this opportunity. He came to Vancouver when I was headlining the Yuck Yucks. He mm-hmm. dropped in and did 10 minutes spots on my shows on the Friday. Awesome. And uh, he rolled in with a posse, six deep celebrities, you know, actors and mm-hmm. shit. Now, when that happens in LA, I've seen Arsenio Hall drop in on a show before. Yeah. He comes in with his posse, and then as soon as the set's done, it's out the back door, mm-hmm. into the Chevy Tahoe, you're gone. Yeah. Jay hung out. He wow. sat there on the stool. He watched both my sets. He wow. watched two oh. hours of me. That's so cool. And then was like, you're, he had great things to say. And, mm-hmm. and uh, we exchanged numbers. And he's like, uh, you know, if you're in LA, hit me up. I never really did hit him up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I see that he's playing Vancouver. He returns the favor. He oh. goes, yeah, dropping on my show now. That's great. So he did a 200 crowd. And then he paid it back by giving me a 1,200. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, wow. really cool guy. Now, yeah. the... What was cool is because two years ago, I saw Bill Burr in that very same venue yeah. talk about dogs on stage. <laughs> and he had to get rid of his pit bull yeah. because of his baby coming. Yeah, yeah. Cleo. Yeah. 
So a lot of people are invested in this. They listen to his podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, he's like, "Yeah, I got to get rid of my dog because you know the baby's coming." And at least fifty, seventy people in that twelve hundred were like, "No, no, Bill, <laughs> no, boo, no." A woman got out of her seat. She ran up the aisle. She was standing in the aisle, pointing, going, "No, Bill, they're loving creatures," and yeah. blah blah blah. I was at that show. Yeah. This Vancouver oh. bullshit. <laughs> you understand? This is the epicenter yeah. of the whole dog. I know. It's too much. I know. It's too much. And it's Montreal bullshit, too. It bothers me. I got about five minutes in my act that's anti-dog, you could say, or anti-dog people. Yeah. And what a better time than to unleash it than at the Vogue, standing <laughs> where Bill Burr was two years ago, so that yeah. I could kind of feel the hostility myself. Yeah, and it was fun. They went quiet, you know. Then the jokes were there, so I got them back. But yeah. it was cool to see. Yeah. Um, in Vancouver, it's like make fun of black people, but not black labs. Like there's, yeah. a, there's <laughs> there is this yeah, there is this line. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. And I um, I'm trying to every day prove a point on stage as well. It's almost a you know that's yeah. what they say. You should try to find a message in your act. For and sure. Then, yeah. So that's one of them is like don't look for reasons to be offended. Yeah. Get over things. Yeah. You know. So it's crazy. I produce comedy albums, and um, every time I do an album for an out of town comedian, they're like, why are the crowd react to that it was clearly a joke that way like when I did Phil Hanley's album yeah he was like that was he has a joke about how he's like um he slept with a girl and then she wanted to use his toothbrush and he's like no that's gross and she's like what's the difference we just had sex he's like the difference is I want to use that toothbrush again hey. the crowd's like oh hey. what? <laughs> he's like in New York that gets a laugh that's awesome yeah. that's a good joke <laughs> you know what I mean yeah <laughs> yeah he's like I don't, every time I do that here that yeah. happens so that reminds me of when I say, because um, at the end of a date, speaking of frugal, a girl looked at me at the end of a second date. She's like, you know, in two dates, you spent $8 on me. <laughs> and I've had sex with you both times. Like, do you understand that? I go, yeah, I understand. You owe me four bucks. <laughs> Jokes, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like half-baked, but a little date all, money counter yeah. in the corner. <laughs> but there's always one woman with a short haircut that's like, no, I'm out of here. <laughs> no, I got to get back to my condo board. <laughs> They're always condo board ladies. Uh, we have a segment on the show where we talk about our worst day job stories. Do you have anything like that? Worst day job stories. Yeah. Um, so I worked in radio. So I, I've been just stand-up for a couple years now. Mm-hmm. But I got fired. So... I won. Some, yeah, yeah. I, was like, I I won something called Edmonton's funniest person with a day job three years ago. Okay, okay yeah. So that's the last time I had wow. a day job. So I won funniest person with a day job, mm-hmm. and then I come back. And I was in Edmonton. I live in Calgary. Yeah. So I went. I drove up to Edmonton to win funniest person in Edmonton, and I'm not even from Edmonton. They brought in a ringer. Yeah. This is at Rick Bronson's club, the comic strip. Okay. And then I drive back to Calgary with the giant check and I come into work the next morning, bright and bushy tailed, like, yeah, boys, we brought it home. We brought it home. And they're like, yeah, can we see you for a second? (laughs) And uh, they let me go on the spot. So 12 hours after winning Funniest Person with a day job, I no longer had a day job. Wow. I lost a day job. It was actually kind of a blessing because it's kind of a kick in the ass. Why did they fire you? "Uh, I just wasn't needed anymore, man. I had George Costanza'd my way. (laughs) For so long, man, like yeah. I really tried to make it in radio because before comedy, I was like, oh, I can talk. I'm good at talking. Yeah. Let's do something where the job is talking. Yeah. Uh, 
So that seemed realistic to me.、Mm-hmm. Except when it comes to content, there are these boundaries everywhere.、Mm-hmm. It is like playing Minesweeper on the hardest level. <laughs> Everything you talk about could trigger somebody. And、yeah. when you do, they write into the radio station.、Yeah. They have a voice and it matters. And then when it gets to your program director, you are either suspended, potentially、mm-hmm. fired for things、yeah. you've said. And I'm talking nothing, man. My co host one time. She said, because our bad area in Calgary is Bonas, okay? okay? It would be the same as you talking about Hastings here or whatever.、Yep. So we had the mayor on with us, and then we were talking about a key to the city.、Yep. And she's like, ah,、oh, but for Bonas, it'd be a crowbar, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like hilarious. That's a good joke. Like really yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, here we go. Condo board ladies. <laughs>、uh, okay. I thought the crowbar industry complained. <laughs> no, bonus residents. How dare you talk about our neighborhood? This yeah, kind of shit. And、yeah. she got in trouble for that. Okay. okay. So there's an example. Now, and you would be reprimanded. Okay.、Mm-hmm. So I remember、um, when I was doing stand up the first couple years,、mm-hmm. uh, here comes another one of these letters. The owner of the club at Yuck Yucks Calgary comes up to me with his phone. He's like, Look, I got an email about you.、Mm-hmm. And it was a brick. And this woman was just like, I saw this guy on your stage. He made light of domestic dispute. He was racial. You should never have him represent your brand ever again on your stage. He、yeah. is a mockery to blah, blah, blah. She went off on me.、Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there reading this, going, Here we go again. These losers are affecting my livelihood. Yeah. And I was like, Am I hitting the wall again, man? No.、Uh-huh. And,、uh, and as I'm thinking this, the owner's like, So, do you want New Year's? <laughs> oh, nice. He upgraded me.、Yeah. He's like, it sounds like you're being nice and racist lately. Like, <laughs> like keep it up. Sounds,、yeah. Sounds great.、Yeah. You want the biggest show of the year? Do you、yeah. want the highest paying show of the year? Yeah, yeah. And that's when everything clicked in, and I'm like, oh, I found the job. Yeah. I can't get in trouble. Yeah. As much as you think comedians can be canceled, they can't. Yeah, those, those kind of people, it's just noise that you、yeah. just have to block out. It doesn't matter. It's like when Chappelle's special came out and、yeah. Rotten Tomatoes did this thing where, because normally Rotten Tomatoes is half critics' votes, half general public votes,、mm. and then it's an accumulation of the two.、Kay. They did a thing where they made it so only five critics voted. On it, and so it had 0%. Dave Chappelle, arguably the greatest comedian in the, in the world, had a 0% on、oh、Rotten Tomatoes. And then people argue, complained about it to the point that they're like, okay, fine. And now it has 99%.、Uh. <laughs> That's almost better, though. That's good press. That is because great press. Because now there's articles talking about the zero.、Yeah. Now you're interested. How could it be a zero?、Yeah. What is it? Nacho Libre? <laughs> Still, whoa, whoa, whoa. That was, hey, just so you know, that was the best movie I've ever seen. And then the following week, the worst movie. Because I was 14 or something when it、yeah. came out. And I remember laughing so hard in the theater with my friends at 14. It was residual Napoleon Dynamite laughs. Right.、Oh. It was residual. I found it so funny to the point where I get home and it's like, Mom, Dad, like the next seven day rental from Roger's video has to be Nacho Libre. It has to be. And they're like, okay, fine. And in our family, because it was just three, you know, mom, dad, and me,、yeah. like whoever picks the movie, the other two gang up on. Like, if it's <laughs> yeah, dad, yeah, yeah. you get roasted for it. <laughs> yeah. And I was where it started. so <laughs> embarrassed, like, pressing play, like, get ready, get、yeah. ready. And then, like, just no laughs. And they and, made you sit on a stool with no microphone yeah, and they just、dude. went in on you. Yeah. 
<laughs> Salt in the wounds. You're like, well, this fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> that's your mom saying that? Yeah. Dude, you that's know, where it started, man. My dad would only laugh if I made fun of him. If I impersonated <laughs> him, he would laugh. My mom would laugh at the goofy shit. I'd be like, yeah. you know, doing a, I remember I would do this mosquito hitting the window. The yeah. window. <laughs> <laughs> like flicking my thing. Yeah, like stupid yeah. shit. She yeah. would laugh at it. If I did that around my dad, he'd be like, stop it. Yeah, like, yeah. You're embarrassing yourself. It's funny. I, I showed my mom a, a Jeselnik special, and she loved it. And then she was like, you know what I like about him? He's just not so safe in this these days of everybody yeah. being so scared. I was like, you think that? Wow. Cool. Okay. <laughs> I, your mom's generation is my favorite. That's who I try to speak to. I wish I did grow up in that generation. Man. Yeah, yeah. There's a disconnect between me and mine. So, But then there's, there's people like Joey Diaz who... You uncancelable, <laughs> and he's more offensive than anybody. Well, he's banned. For, he can't get into Canada. He's been canceled from touring. Oh, that's true. Mm. I'll tell you that. Yeah. So there are some. But that guy is. He leaves a crater in the comedy store, yeah. man. Yeah. The main room, like if you, he often does like Sam Tripoli's uh, Chaos show, mm-hmm. and if you have to follow Diaz, good luck. Because yeah. he's one of those guys. Donnell Rawlings yeah. is one of those guys in that room. Mm-hmm. It's over. And it takes a while for people to stop like talking about the set that just, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. just happened. Yeah, yeah. Joey Nuts. Diaz, he's this um, he's this comedian, and he used to come out on stage with just his balls in his hands, oh. and that was his opening joke. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, like when Rogan would have him open a long time ago, like when he had the Man Show. He oh, would yeah. have Joey Diaz do audience warm up, and that's how he'd do it. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, I shook his hand. I got a sty the next day. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. I think I shook his head, I rubbed my eye, yeah. and boom, sty. And he would tell you, like, you dumb cocksucker. Like, you should have known I was tickling my muffler, you know? <laughs> tickling my muffler. That's the, name the of, yeah, that's the name of the episode. <laughs> tickling my muffler. Two fingers in my muffler, you dumb, <laughs> you dumb fuck. You should have known, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he's great but he's a, he's a sweetheart though he's oh the like nicest great, man yeah great oh. thoughtful guy yeah he's one of those people that's like don't fucking text me phone calls <laughs> yeah dude. I like that too okay, so yeah. when you started dating your guy was it all text or was it phone calls oh yeah it was all text it was yeah. all text Garbage. I like phone calls how old though? are you 25 26 nice nailed it but I do I do prefer a phone call like I hate texting yeah I, I would get rid of my phone if it wasn't tied to my entire work Same here. And life and everything same here yeah i can't stand it i know i hate when people are able to reach me whenever they want i know on a whim there's no escape yeah and that read receipt that fucking oh i don't do that i don't fuck with that it's almost worth getting an android just so you can kind of sign off from that whole it's i mean you could turn off the red receipt thing but it's funny gavin matz was was telling me he's like you don't have that you're dishonest <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. It sends that oh, yeah. that I think vibe. If you have it on, you're a psychopath. <laughs> Gavin Matz has it on. <laughs> like his, his read receipts are on or off? Like the on. So he, on. you can see if he's read your text and just has chosen to not message. Yeah, you everyone back. keeps that on. Yeah, yeah. Left on red. Um, one more question that we always ask, and I can't wait to hear how you respond to it. Have you ever had a ghost experience? Yeah. So. Wow. Not how I, no, Mr. No. Anti Disney. This is not how oh, I thought this like, would go. Not in like that. I believe in ghosts. Okay. Uh, just something funny that happened on stage. So actually, in the city, playing okay. the Yuck Yucks, yeah. I had I was talking about Casper the ghost yeah. on stage. Yeah. Bullshit. It wasn't even a bit. I was just kind of riffing. <laughs> yeah. And um, 
And so I'm saying the word ghost mm-hmm. and a woman speaking. This is Died. great. That Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sorry. Speaking of like looking for reasons to be offended, this is going to come full circle because she starts booing me. <laughs> like, oh, I get it. She's going, boo, boo, no, no, stop it. Oh, I no. thought you meant like what a ghost says. Boo. Right. So yeah. that was my line. I go, are you booing me? Or are you imitating the ghost? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? What's happening? And yeah. she goes, stop saying that word. Oh, my God. And she's fucking serious, Everyone man. has to work around that person in everyday life. Oh, she says, stop <laughs> saying that word. And, the, you know, it's 200 people dead quiet now. Like, huh? <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. I go, what were you talking? Ghost? Yeah. And she literally told me, she goes, it's offensive to spirits. What? Ghost is offensive to spirits. Yeah. And I was like, congratulations, everyone. We're here. We made it. Like, 2020, ghost is officially the N-word of the afterlife. (laughs) (laughs) Of the afterlife. (laughs) I love how this episode came full circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Full circle on everything. (laughs) Flintstones, looking to be offended, all of it. Wow. Good hang today, guys. So how did... How do you get? How do you recover from that? Like, uh, you you add it to your act now. Now it becomes a joke. <laughs> that's you true. you just take it, and she gave me a, a one minute joke. Now, thanks. You immortalize her, much like a ghost. You know? Ah, <laughs> there it is. Oh God, it's it's weird the the things people choose to heckle too. Yeah, it's like she was probably quiet the whole show until that. Yeah, you know, I went saw Mark Norman a few weeks ago, okay. and every all six of his shows one person heckled from the front row but they were quiet through the open openers and features and then the headliner now they you know what I mean yeah yeah but he's so great because he's kind of like a like an old 20s newsies kind of guy like you know you know his comedy right kind of he's like yeah yeah, he was kind of like this girl with green hair kept heckling him he's like it's like, hey, ICP, shut your trap and get out of here, you douche. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now in Canada, you go, you can go to jail. Not jail, but you can be fined a lot of money for that. Uh, we don't have free speech in Canada. Okay. So there is, like, man, it, it's ridiculous the difference. I was just talking to Brendan Schaub about this because mm-hmm. he's American. He has no idea. But up here, mm-hmm. I'm sure you heard of the two cases where comedians were uh, in court, they lost like $45,000. No, what? So Mike Ward is one of the guys. Okay. And I can't remember the name of the other guy. Here are the two cases, okay? One of them, uh, a guy had a joke about a Make-A-Wish kid okay. who uh, was granted a bunch of these uh, wishes, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. One after another. Started okay. when he was like eight years old. All of a sudden, five years later, he's 13. He is open for Celine Dion. He's been on The View. He has sung the national anthem at a fucking Montreal Canadiens game. Wow. He's getting gigs comedians would die for, okay? Mm-hmm. He's on Conan O'Brien, this kid. Wait, he's a comedian, this No, kid? he's not, but okay. he's just getting these like amazing opportunities. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. He's saying for the Pope. Wow. So this comedian is just like, look, you got to keep your end of the deal, all right? We're going to get... <laughs> Are you going to die? <laughs> Ever? <laughs> yeah. We've given you all the make-a-wishes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're supposed to keep your end. <laughs> Hilarious joke. Yeah. So this kid, years later, mm-hmm. still alive, thriving as an adult, mm-hmm. with more money than all of us combined, yeah. hears of this joke because it was put on TV or something, and then sues. Wow. And because no um, of our laws, mm-hmm. 
Uh, it is uh, deemed as like hate speech, and okay. uh, yeah, and this comedian has now. Um, there's different reports. I can't really tell you how much money he's lost, but I know it's between forty five and a hundred thousand oh dollars. God, he is lost in court because of this. And the other case, it was a quick one. There is two lesbians front row kissing, mm-hmm. uh, uh, interacting, being disruptive to the show. Yep. He goes, uh, "What are you guys lesbians?" And they go, "Yep." He goes, I-, "I don't think so. It's just no guy with other fuck either of you." You know. <laughs> now, there you go. <laughs> Obviously, the crowd did what you guys just did yeah, now, yeah. And, and you're in a comedy club, so mission accomplished. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Those are the sounds that are supposed to happen, yeah. uh, yet they were uh, offended, and they saw it as an attack, personal attack, yeah. and $45,000. <sighs> no way. Each. Oh, man. Each. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw, um, a few years ago, I saw um, Ben Miner was on stage, and uh, a guy in the front row answered a phone call during Ben's set and then Ben was like are you fucking seriously just gonna answer the phone call and then realize that guy is clearly a gang member and the guy's like yeah I am actually and Ben was like okay so anyway blah blah like he just had to like pretend that wasn't happening what club Uh, comedy mix so he has door staff to help him out there that's not like he's outnumbered yeah I know see I'm a different guy I go full in on that one (laughs) yeah (laughs) Wow. Yeah, this guy was like... Yumi Nagashima, man, she did, that happened to her, and yep. she picked up the phone, and she just roasted the person <laughs> over the phone, and she gave the phone right back She's to him. She's on After yeah. You on this show. I'm going to make her tell that story. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was in Prince George, man, and it was really funny. This was like maybe uh, two years ago or so, Yeah. and she was like middling. She's opening for me in opening for me, right? <laughs> How funny is that where she is now in her career, She's right? It. And I... I I remember like walking her back to the hotel after because Prince George is a fucking terrible town. Oh, it's awful. And um, so I walked her back and I was really nice. And I'm like, man, like uh, anything I can do to help you get in front of uh, club owners in Calgary, I will. I was just like really being yeah, nice to her. Yeah. And then like in, f- weeks later, I'm like, oh, okay. She'll, <laughs> she's on the cover of the Georgia Strait. And it's like, okay, I, didn't, I don't need to help her. Uh, She'll be just fine, you know? But she's, she's one of my favorites. She's my, yeah, she's oh, yeah. one of my best friends too. She's cool. stayed really humble through all of this too. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, because of the language barrier. If she knew English better, yeah, she'd yeah. probably... <laughs> I'm going to go fuck myself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Kevy, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you for coming on. Is there anything you want to plug? Um, I get, is this released right away here? Uh, right? I think it'll probably be next month. Yeah. Oh, next yeah. month. Yeah. Okay, well, then fuck it. I do a roast battle once a week in Calgary. So any, uh, any Alberta listeners right mm-hmm. now, my next dates are April 24th and May 15th. Okay. As well as March, I guess if it's out in the March date, it'll be March 15th, April 24th, May 5th, March 13th. There you go. March 13th, April 24th, and May 15th. There it is. Those are the dates. Okay. Did it without looking at my phone. I know. You're like a regular LeBron James. (laughs) (laughs) Off script. (laughs) Thank you, Brett. Thank you for listening to Comedy Here Often Podcast. I've been your host, Kevy. Thank you to Brett Forte for coming on. Make sure to follow him on social media. Make sure to follow us on social media, at Comedy Here Often on all platforms, and make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube. We'll see you next week. 